Hello, welcome to Soundwaves, the official podcast of the Ellen MacArthur Cancer Trust. This past weekend saw World Mental Health Day. The day itself will mean lots of different things to different people, but what we've chosen to do is have a chat about what 2020 has been like with a positive twist. By all accounts, 2020 has been less than ideal, and that is putting it mildly. But it's also true to say that we have persevered and found ways of looking after ourselves. It's quite easy to get bogged down in all that's gone wrong, when actually we have much to cherish when it comes to our resourcefulness, our adaptability, and most importantly, our kindness. So in chatting with Wen and Jack, even though we wish for things to have been different, it felt good to take stock and be thankful. Wen is a volunteer and was supported by the Trust when she was younger and joined us on the first episode of Soundwaves earlier in the year. Jack has been supported by the Trust on a number of trips and was due to set his volunteer training this year. I find it's easy to hear the words mental health and automatically assume it means something to worry about, but our mental health is a spectrum and it's always with us. We are constantly doing things that affect it. This conversation is us sitting down and noticing the ways in which we have looked after ourselves and each other and will continue to do so. I hope you enjoy. Hello, Wen. Thanks for coming back. Hello, Jack. I'm glad you could join us. So Saturday was World Mental Health Day. We are talking about mental health. I think it's impossible to talk about it right now without acknowledging how strange and difficult 2020 has been in so many ways. We're going to focus on the positives in this conversation because I don't think anyone wants to feel even more pressure than they're feeling right now. But just as a way of setting the scene, could you both tell us about what kind of things that you really enjoy doing that you've lost out on this year? When? What have you missed out on doing? Um, obviously, sailing. Um, that has been a huge um, weird thing for me because I feel like summer just didn't happen. Um, so summer as well, because um, I was shielding from March until mid-July end of August we're beginning of August really um and so summer kind of just disappeared for me um so I missed out on that I've missed out on some big birthday events um within my friends and just yeah just getting to hang out with lots of people I'm in a quite a big community of people and I've not seen the majority of them in six months so that's hard and Jack what about yourself what have you missed out on um, I think sailing as well for me. I was supposed to start my volunteer training in March and that got cancelled. So that was quite, yeah, I was quite upset to miss out on that. And I just started university last year. So the the last term, a lot of my classes were cancelled and the move to online. So a lot of missed out on a lot of in-person um, teaching sessions and stuff like that. For me, one of the biggest losses is missing out on live music. I've always found it to be so therapeutic, being in a crowd, having a good sing and a dance. There's no replacement for that, but I found a lot of bands were uploading concerts online, and I found that to be really comforting this year. It definitely kept my spirits up. What did you find helped with your mental well-being over the last six months? Jack, I'll ask you first. Um, I agree with that, the live music thing. I, I think I was supposed to go to five or six gigs have all been cancelled and um, it's good they've been rescheduled but a lot of my favourite artists were doing the online Instagram lockdown party live gig stuff I thought that was really like innovative way to still bring you that I thought it was good and like I said about online classes for university I think even though it is online and it's sort of not the same in-person feel to it the, the lecturers have really you know tried to bring you a good experience with that and um, done their best to, to sort of 
help you, even though it's a bit difficult at the moment. So I think that I appreciate that effort. And when, how about you? What did you find has helped keep your spirits up? So my church moved online um, 100% at the beginning of lockdown, and that was incredible. Our church had been online previously and then had had a season off it. Um, So I felt like it was already set up well to win. And so we didn't really miss out on much. In fact, it grew um, because our events changed from being quite a local thing that got filmed in Hereford to being filmed all across the world. And so our uh, worship or music section, and we had people playing from South Africa and from India and um, just being able to see the world come together in new digital ways was really impressive for me. I have also um, become a real huge fan of voice notes and um, obviously there's lots of FaceTiming and lots of Zoom calls with lots of people but actually voice noting my friends rather than just texting them has been really really important for me so that they hear my voice but I also hear their voice and that's been really really comforting in this past season. I'm a huge fan of the voice notes so like growing up walkie talkies it's so great. When it comes to the, the music all around the world, like how does that come together over the technology? Because I know if we all started singing right now, we would all be like completely out of time with each other. So how have you all got around that? Um, so basically, um, we all have access to tracks and then we'll record it separately, playing along to a click in our ear. And then it all comes together in post-production. Um, but it has been done so well. It's incredible. It's great. There are good things <laughs> happening. And I don't want to bring the conversation down, but it looks like at the time of recording this, we're looking at a less than ideal winter with COVID cases pretty high again. Like I was saying at the start, I think it's a good idea to stay positive where we can. And what we just talked about shows how we've made the best of that situation and persevered. No one's excited about the pandemic lasting longer than it has to, but do you feel more prepared for the winter now that you've found ways to look after yourself? When, what do you think? Yes and no. Um, so... I kind of was aware that winter was going to be really challenging um, in March because I've lived with not having a working immune system for the last 11 years. And so winters are always a tough season for me anyway. And so throwing COVID in, I was like, yeah, this is not going to be over by winter. Okay, winter's going to be challenging for me this year. And so I, um, in August, I moved house into somewhere where I thought okay I can spend the winter here and then I've now decided that this is not where I want to spend the winter and so I'm moving again within the next week to kind of prepare myself to be in a place where where I'm around a lot of my friends Um, and so if we do have a local lockdown where the borders get shut around our area I can still meet with the people that I'm close with where where I am currently and my parents I love them dearly but I don't have the friendship group here. So I'm literally isolating with my family and that would be it. And I don't think that that would be good for my mental health. And what kind of things, you know, have you been doing with friends? Because you were um, on Facebook, you were sharing the whole, the whole thing you were going through. When you came outside after shielding for a while for the first time and when you saw your friends, what difference did that make after having shielded for that long? Um, honestly, it was a bit overwhelming if I'm honest when I first exited shielding just I quite hadn't I knew it was going to be big because I'd done isolation before 
but I kind of hadn't prepared myself for quite how tough I was going to find it and how challenging I was going to find like meeting with friends and um, mixing with them again. I found myself um, being quite judgmental of how my friends were behaving because they were following a different set of rules to what I had to follow. And so that was really hard to transition out of the rules that I was following into a normal person's rules. And so it took a little bit of a while to learn to trust my friends, that my friends understood my health risks uh, and why I had to be extra careful. But actually, when I started meeting with my friends, I became very aware very quickly just how much they wanted me to be around and wanted to put in those extra things to make sure I was safe. So it was things like um, for the first few weeks, we only met, met outside. We didn't meet in a house. Um, and then as time's gone on, they've just been checking in with me about how I feel about something that was they were thinking of doing before meeting them. And they've let me know kind of where they're at with things. And that's been really incredible. I think that's a moment as well to sort of stop and reflect on seeing how much your friends do look out for you through your little gestures as well. It's easy to take for granted how much we all love each other and don't necessarily see it or show it. But in those little gestures, it's, it's there. Jack, what are you thinking? Have the last six months or so meant you're able to look at the winter and think, you know, I know how to do this now? It's still going to be difficult, but since we've you know been through this for six months, um, I think a lot of people will have their coping strategies and stuff and sort of know what's going to make them feel better. Like, I think what works for me is um, when, when I first came home, I uh, left university in March early and was um, in lockdown with my family. And my mum was really keen on getting us all to go outside for at least for a walk every day just because when you're in lockdown it's quite easy to um go into yourself a bit I think and sort of you know you're not going to school or work or anything like that so it's quite easy to sort of become a recluse a bit but um to make sure you go outside and get maybe a bit of exercise or just even go for a walk I think um that helped a lot. And do you think going over into the winter into the start of next year you're back at university now things are online does having that in your weekly structure help focus your mind on something other than what's going on in the world right now yeah definitely I was um you know just before going back to university I was really just looking forward to having that timetable structure even though I'm not going to campus I've got you know a timetable for my zoom classes and homework to do on reading and stuff so it's sort of given me a bit more structure and made it a bit more normal so I'm interested in hearing as well about what other people can do to help you with your mental health there's a lot of positive messaging out there about how it's it's good to talk that you should contact a friend etc if you're feeling down but I personally find that quite difficult I find it way more beneficial if someone comes to me and asks how am I doing because it kind of invites me to talk rather than me popping up and talking to someone randomly I quite often feel like I'm being a burden to them or something obviously this is different for everyone and if you are able to talk to someone please do do that but my point is that it's all immensely personal so Jack if a friend were to do something to help out with your well-being what kind of things can they do? What kind of gestures can they make? Words can they say? What would help? I think um, just just letting letting you know they're thinking of you and um, letting you know they're available to talk to if, if you want to. Like, that's really a powerful thing. Yeah, it's, it's nice to know that you've got people there that you can talk to if you're, you're feeling like you need to. So I think letting all your friends know that, you, that they can talk to you or you can talk to them is quite an important thing. Did you find yourself at the start of lockdown messaging your friends more often just to see if they are okay? Definitely. I think I spoke to my friends a lot more 
in lockdown than I than I did before because yeah that isolation makes you sort of um, realize how important those connections are. When what about you? What can the people around you do that helps? Um, so for me, I am someone that has learned how to manage my mental health a little bit better. I know that when I start to dip, I run the risk of pushing everybody out. And so to combat that, I have to do the opposite. And so when I start to feel, oh, this could be a slippery slope, I reach out to a couple of my friends and say, hey, not feeling in the best of places at the moment. I don't know whether this is just a one-off day or if it's going to last a bit longer, but can you just be checking in on me um, and making sure I'm doing okay so that I don't push them away? Because otherwise, if they message, even if I... If I don't send that message and then they message me, I'm like, oh, well, they're just, I don't, I can't respond to them. Where if I've already told them that I'm not in a great place and they message, I know that I can be honest and open and say, actually, today is a really pants day. Some of the things that my friends did for me, especially during lockdown, um, that was really incredible was they would write cards to me. Or they'd, um, I had a friend that would bring me around a hamper of treats. And that was really incredible. I had another friend that posted me cake. So, you know, all of, all of those sorts of things have been really, really incredible. Also, just having a friend send me a voice note and tell me that they're thinking about me, um, that they're there for me and that, that we'll get through it. Um, has been really powerful and something that one of my friends said to me during lockdown was you know that you've been through storms before it will help you weather the storm that you're in and that has been something that's been really powerful and helpful for me um, is remembering that I have been through tough times before and so if I've got through those tough times before I can get through this this tough time now um, and it's focusing on what's to come rather than how I'm feeling in this moment. Um, that's been really powerful. I think it'd be nice to round off with a little bit about trust trips. We've all missed them this year and fingers crossed next summer looks different to this one. We usually end sound waves with a game of best bit, worst bit, funniest bit, but maybe what we could do is share what being together on a trip with people who've gone through something similar does for your mental health and well-being. When can you tell us a little bit about what makes those weeks positive experiences? Um, I think it's that when you get there, you know, you don't have to pretend you don't have to be someone that you're not because you arrive and everyone gets it. Everyone understands where you're at. And I think that that just sets you up for a great week. But also, you know that um, there's going to be so much fun and um, so much laughter, so much time to just get away and get rid of all of the noise of the world and just focus in on what, what the week has for us. Um, and I think that... Um, something I also find really, really amazing when we go on a trust trip, especially now being a volunteer, is seeing that um, happen in the children and young people that we support and seeing them come in all shy and timid and leave like they just will not ever shut up. And I think, you know, the joy and the fun and the laughter that comes from trust trips is something that I'm really looking forward to doing again in the future. And can you tell us a little bit about being involved with the Trust Hangouts over the summer? Because you became known as like the Articulate Queen. What was it like being with the Trust Gang again over Zoom? 
Um, it's been really amazing, actually. Um, very different, obviously, than being on a boat um, with lots of um, young people and teaching them sailing. Um, but being able to use a skill that we've had on trust trips that is the game of articulate um, and being able to share that has been really, really good. Um, and there's just been the same amount of laughs over silly answers and people's losing of all sense of words um, that is the joy of Articulate. It's just been really incredible to see um, and great to just connect in with some of our um, children and young people that we work with. And something I was looking at all the trips you've been on, when, and there's a fair few. You... Last year alone, you were in Scotland, you were in the Isle of Wight, and you were at a number of residentials. What is it like when you get to like help out all over the country? Yeah, it's really special. It's challenging at times, especially when I'm up in Scotland, because sometimes I just don't understand accents. And I find the Newcastle accent and the Highlands accent incredibly difficult. And there was a week a few years ago in Scotland where I needed a translator the whole week because I just couldn't understand anything but everyone found that hilarious um, and I just think that going around all of the country has been something that I really really love doing because no matter where I am in the country the trust is exactly the same and that's been something that's been so powerful and it's just been great to get to do lots of different types of trust activities. Maybe it's a bad idea when a Scottish person hosts this podcast. <laughs> no, your accent's fine. It's like the Outer Hebrides. Okay. That, that accent, it's just too strong for me. Thank you for the reassurance. Jack, you're in that stage where you can go through volunteer training, which we're meant to do at the start of the year. Is that something you're looking forward to? Definitely, very much so. I think one of my favourite things about the Trust Trips is the social connections that the volunteers at the Trust facilitate. And, you know, you're learning to sail, learning this new skill with people um, he was just like you and that social connection aspect of it is really great so I'm looking forward to being able to facilitate that for other young people like I got that experience for me. What do you think of the volunteers when you're on those trips are they is it just about like getting more involved in the fun is it about actually learning more about the sailing what is it about the volunteer role? I think it's sort of the life of it like you couldn't have the trust without the volunteers and like I think they they're really important in facilitating a good weekend for the young people because they sort of like when said um when all the people come at the start they're quite shy and timid but like leaving at the end having all these new friendships and stuff that's sort of because of the volunteers encouraging you to get involved and um, get the most out of it i think and the trips themselves i'm looking at the ones you've been on as well and you've done around the island race a few times i think uh so what are those experiences like when you just get to be on the water you're, you're around folk you know similar age they get what you've been through what makes that different uh, i just think it's sort of that shared group experience that you can have um it's, it's really nice to have that everyone understands like when said like there's no sort of questions or like preconceived ideas like it's, it's really chilled out really fun and understanding that's it for this week a big thanks to Wen and jack and to you two for joining us the point of this conversation was certainly to try and keep our spirits up and remind ourselves of how capable we are especially when faced with tough times we barely touched on the amount of things in your life that can help and that are there for you. If you are going through a tough time or want to know what resources there are, please check out the signposting part of our website for some more information on what support is available. 
And just before we go, a quick reminder that this Wednesday there will be a Q&A for parents and young people who are 18 and over about our plans for 2021. This will be held on Zoom and you can sign up at the link found on our social media. Once again, thank you for joining us. Until next time, take care. Music